Welcome back to Freight Waves Now. And Donnie, we've talked about the ocean. We're going to continue talking about the ocean. One of the areas that we look at is lead time. So we look at it on the, the truckload side quite often, right? Because sure. it kind of shows when things are under pressure and shippers are under pressure. We're going to look at it on the ocean, and they're coming down pretty at a pretty rapid clip. Yeah, so we're going to look at actually a couple of things in this segment that kind of contradict each other, mm -hmm. but it's because the shipping market is way different than the trucking market. Yep. And the fact that you have, what, six shippers that... I think it's nine, or the 10 largest make up 90% of the market. So 10, yeah. 90%. Yeah. Well, they can control their uh, capacity, but we see that shippers are not really under a lot of pressure. They're not having to go out and book their freight really early because there's plenty of capacity. Those shippers are accepting those uh, shipments. Yeah. Because they, they need them. Now, let's go to the next chart here. And this kind of tells a different story because you're seeing the rates for crossing, you know, like China to North America are climbing. Well, we're seeing the shippers aren't under pressure. There's plenty of capacity, but rates are climbing. And that's because shippers are, these shippers, ocean shippers, are really good at controlling their own capacity. And they can manipulate it. Whereas to do this in the U.S., you're going to have to manipulate a million different companies. Yeah. I mean, you can blink. They can blink sailings. They can pull containers off. They can basically uh, discontinue a service, right? Like, Park even the ships, a, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, there's, there's things that they can do that help. That's why you can notice the bigger spikes in this is they'll try to push the rate up yeah. real fast. So back in April before Perfect April 14th, example. Yeah. it was $1,000 per container. Mm -hmm. They shoved the rate up. And it didn't stick. Probably volumes went down. So they started letting the rate trickle back down. These are spot rates, though. <clears throat> and then it trickled back on down, and they pushed them up again. Well, here in July, they started climbing like they've, they've done something to change their capacity, tighten their capacity. And they're climbing like we would normally see when capacity changes. So they've manipulated it, and they can do that. And now they've pushed their rates up to 1901, so nearly double from back in April. Uh, and volumes are slightly higher, but they're not. They're not like, double. They're not double the where you can or double half, the price. I guess. I mean, really, they're set up to make more revenue because higher rates and volume levels are higher equals more revenue, right? But I think what's interesting is you haven't seen it. What you've seen is despite this increase, you've seen volumes continue to kind of follow suit, right? They've risen in the same manner that we've seen the rate rise, which is interesting because everything we just said was they're not a, shippers are not under a lot of pressure, but the carriers are pushing the rates up. Ocean carriers are pushing the rates up and the volume levels are actually increasing. A little bit, yes. So it's interesting it's an interesting dynamic, but it's just a very different dynamic than the truckload market. Yeah, far different than what we see in the truckload market, and that's why they're able to do this. Yep. All right, one more uh, chart here. Uh, <clears throat> this is the um, inbound ocean TEU volume, and this is just Shanghai to the U.S. So I told you, you know, we spend a lot of our exposable income on items that come from, from actual China. Now, we talked about the other day how the, the, the peaks are heading into August. Mm -hmm. Well, we talked about earlier about how this is this is good, but how does it compare when we really draw it out? So if we go August here, 
and we go to August, we're far below last year. And this was after the well after the drop. Yeah. So uh, we are in a, a rebound period, but to throw it into more more perspective, this looks good. We need to see this, but we're far below where we were after the drop. And of course, much further down before the drop. And there hasn't been, I mean, you can see the pull forward into the Lunar New Year, right? Haven't seen any reaction of like a pull forward type event that causes a, ultimately a peak. And we yeah. haven't seen that in Shanghai. So keep an eye on this. We need this up here. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Donnie, thank you so much for this update. We'll be sure to check in with you again a little later. Right now, we'll hand things back over to Bill and Kaylee. <laughs> 